Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's going on, everybody? And welcome Woo. back to No Other Pod, Quarantine Edition. We're still here, ah. stuck in quarantine, even though it's Part uh, 79. Yeah, it seems like maybe some people are lifting restrictions, and maybe that's not smart, but who knows. Um, <laughs> Can we, what is going on, by the way? Are we supposed to wear masks? Do we not wear masks? I I got beef. I got beef. <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 let's, let's air out all the laundry. Let's, let's, let's figure that out. But... Uh, for those who know and those who may not know, I'm Jimmy, and he's Dan. And uh, before we talk about all the craziness, Dan, how, how are you guys handling this week? Doing good, man. I have decided, well, we've decided we're going to do a three-week cleanse since we're in quarantine. Okay. Yeah, man. So what some supplements, Some supplements, some distilled water, and uh, pretty much eating the type of food we already were eating. Okay. Uh, it's just a very whole food diet, but... You're eating like 1,200 calories a day, so you're not allowed to work out. You're allowed to do mm-hmm. like light yoga or tai chi. Mm-hmm. Um, what about like walking? You can do some walks. You can walk. They yeah. do encourage walking. They also encourage naps. So I'm going to have to talk to my boss, get an afternoon nap going on. <laughs> uh, no, but it's I've done this every year since like 2011, maybe 2012. And, I, and in 21 days, man, I always lose anywhere from 15 to 20 pounds. Okay. Now, I'm sure some of it might be muscle because I'm not lifting. You're mm-hmm. just not allowed to. Yeah. But uh, when I'm done, I feel lighter. I feel stronger. And uh, everything's, everything's good. So that's what we're about to kick that off today, actually. Today's day number one. Interesting. So it's mostly just, you know, plant-based water supplements, that sort of thing. Right. But they, they, there's a vegan, like, plan. Or there's a regular plan where they start off, you eat a little chicken. You, you eat a little... Uh, bread and stuff they 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 wean and eggs and they wean you off of it to turn you into a full vegan fruits and veggies diet and uh dude it's a lot of food because to get enough calories your calories are coming from salad dressings for god's sakes yeah interesting Um, but it's fun it's and your distilled water because you're adding himalayan salt to the water so it's been stripped Uh, of all its minerals you got to put some minerals back in okay interesting pretty nuts i'll I'll let you know how it's going but uh, it's a lot of cooking so yeah. when you're not working out, you're actually using that you're, time for you're cooking. cooking. You're not, you're not going to be eating uh, protein shakes with eight scoops of protein powder in them. No shakes, man. No crazy uh, energy bars for snacks. <laughs> if I want a snack, I need to have an apple and, and some almonds, you know? Okay. We're, uh, we're going to have uh, Brennan Williams, Sporting KC Manager of Youth Programs, on the pod with us later. And, uh, right. Y'all I, remember him. Yeah, we had him on before. He's a, a friend of the pod, uh, one of Dan's uh, soccer teammates. Also. Sometimes he throws shade at me because he can do tricks with balls and I cannot <laughs> do tricks with balls, soccer balls. Um, I know he is not the nutritionist for Sporting KC, but he is our first Sporting KC employee we've had on since they started doing these sporting recipes. So we may just have to ask him what the hell beef. is going on with these protein shakes. We had protein shake beef. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that as well. But um, yeah, man, it's, it's craziness going on out there. Um, 
with, with what are we doing? People are protesting with guns. <laughs> I don't know. I know we like, talk we talk about this every week, but I just still don't get it. Have we? Because sometimes I'm not even sure what I talked about <clears throat> last week because it's yeah. all kind of overlapping. Yeah. But I just I know I don't get too political online very much, but I've been retweeting some stuff because I'm just like, yo, if these people were black people, they're oh, getting yeah. shot, no question. And yeah. I and I know if some of you right now are like, oh, this fucking guy, don't. Don't do that because history has shown that <laughs> that is correct. what happens. Right. But that I is saw, what happens. I saw one person. Like, this is a peaceful protest. It ain't peaceful. No. I saw one person and I was like, that kind of sums it up. Where it was like, yeah, this is kind of showing they weren't so much, you know, pro-police as they were just anti-black. Yeah. Because they're out there just screaming bloody murder at these cops who are doing their job. And yeah, you're right. If they were black people Terrible. doing this, they'd be arrested Bro. and thrown in jail and or beat. But There's some guy listening right now who's thinking – these maggots should stick to soccer to which I say <laughs> we have never just stuck to no. soccer. No. Good day, sir. I said, good day. <laughs> I said, good day. You um, lose, sir. <laughs> <laughs> now we're quoting uh, Willy Wonka. So <laughs> no, welcome to no, no other pod. <laughs> Dude. No, that's, I say, I call my wife Willy Wonka when my dog starts going ape shit at like a squirrel. <laughs> she'll be sitting at the table. She'll go, don't, please stop oh, stop no come back <laughs> it's so unenthusiastic uh, man i haven't seen that movie in probably 15 years and the second you started quoting it it instantly came back you knew it you stole the fizzy lifting drink <laughs> you went into the ceiling which now has to be cleaned <laughs> oh my god now i know a movie that i have to watch there you and i'm go. gonna have nightmares from the damn tunnel scene don't so. you just want an oompa loompa pipe no nope. nope. i thought you were just gonna ask if i just wanted an oompa loompa to which i would oh, say no. no but no sometimes yeah, but, when i'm driving at night though i'll be like there's no question where we're going <laughs> is it raining is it <laughs> yeah i do know when i was little i was always i desperately wanted an everlasting gobstopper and then i found out that they made an actual candy called everlasting gobstopper yeah and i got really not excited so. and then got really sad when i realized it was not what i wanted yeah I really wanted that gum that's like a seven-course meal. How cool yeah. would that be? Yeah. I remember That'd even be being nice. like, and I know these used to be a thing back in the day, but just being like in that soda shop scene at the beginning and just seeing like the candy buttons and everything, I was like, what, yeah. what are these? I need them. Yeah. Now, I don't need a chocolate waterfall because, I mean, what am I, a heifer? I don't need, to, <laughs> I don't need all that. Just give me the little candies, all right? I just want yeah. one. Yeah. I don't need a whole waterfall. Yeah. Wow. Did not expect us to do a whole segment on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's where we are, man. That is so. where we are at in life. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to hear this convo with Brennan, man, because we found out again, sporting employees wear different hats, man. And yeah. he's doing far more than just being a, a youth programs director. You know, it's, yeah. uh, it's pretty cool. And I, I started wondering, I was like, do we need to be a three-man broadcast team? Because there was like some serious... <laughs> triangle chemistry going on here we we had a good flow it's good yeah we're brennan's definitely somebody i think that we'll want to have on the pod you know more often we had him on last july and uh, he laughs at my jokes it's a good time (laughs) yeah so he's he's he knows a lot about the game he knows a lot about youth development knows a lot about just things in general so he's a he's a good person to have on um before we get to that conversation i do just want to note that beginning today wednesday um Sporting KC players will begin voluntary individual workouts um, at the Compass Minerals National Performance Center, which I read that in the first thing. I was like, what the hell is that? And then I forgot that 
that it got. Oh my God, they changed it? Yeah, it was formerly Pinnacle, and now it's the Compass Minerals National Performance Center. Oh my God, they get a so, sleeve sponsor and an entire national training center? Yeah. So Wow, um, big time. <laughs> as, uh, as part of the, that first step that MLS um, took to return to play, um, voluntary individual workouts are now allowed. Um, that does not mean team training is obviously the, and, and, and there's still a ways to go before we get back to soccer, but I guess it's a step forward. So does that make you feel any sort of way as to like, we're getting closer or is this just kind of another thing? No, it's not closer. I mean, they're able to go out there and have individual workouts. I mean, basically they have access to the facility, which is cool. I mean, from a person who enjoys working out to have access to all the science and technology they have there. That's cool. And speaking to someone who's taken part in all that pinnacle stuff, man, like it's a game changer. These guys have been locked up at home with their families. Gross. Like they are just, (laughs) they're just itching to get back out there. Well, I know at least when, when some of these states started opening up and and you can have the whole debate as to whether that's smart or not. I know I certainly have my opinions and if you've seen my Twitter, (laughs) you probably know what those are. But um, what I heard part of the issue was, was as these states were starting to open up um, and as part of those opening plans, some like gyms were allowed to open up. And I know what the NBA was thinking and I'm sure it's what MLS was thinking as well as like, well, shoot, if gyms are going to start opening up, that means these players are just going to start going to the gyms and we can't control that environment. We don't know who else is at the gym. We don't know what the cleaning protocols are at the gym. We don't know any of that stuff. So rather than having them go to these uncontrolled environments, at least bring them to the team facility where we know what the cleaning protocols are. We know that only team essential staff will be there and we'll be able to sort of control that safety a little bit more. Um, So it's not so much a step toward returning per se, as it is an effort to contain sort of like the safety measures that are needed, if that makes sense. Bro, I've never been a gym guy anyways. I've always had my own equipment, stuff like that. But I've always thought like gyms are borderline disgusting anyways. I mean, oh, yeah. not everyone's wiping down their, their mats and, the, and their dumbbells no. and stuff. I don't need to be going to a gym and getting a staph infection because right. someone didn't wipe down their yoga mat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, and, you know. I don't know. I'm yelling. I'm yelling. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not probably as big of a deal for MLS players, but, you know, NBA players for sure. Um, and, but I think it would happen for SKC players if they went to a gym in Kansas City too. Like you're going to get seen, you're going to have people wanting to come up and talk to them, take pictures. So there goes social distancing. Um, you, you know, people are going to ask if they want to hop in a game or whatnot. And so like, it, it really is, I guess, smarter to try to, from the league standpoint, to just try to control that all in a team controlled facility. Um, True. But I don't know. I, I mean, agree, it, but it is, hey, it's progress. Like, yeah. like we tweeted one word progress and that's uh, <laughs> That's all there is to it, man. So it, it, there's no answers at all. And, and that's okay because it's not, there's not going to be any definitive answers because there is no definitive end to this right now. So right. we're just in the waiting game, man. And, and in the meantime, we're still here every week being freaking dumb and, and, and speculating, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, you know, like you said, it is what it is. I'd be surprised at this point if, uh, if we had MLS soccer before July at the earliest. And even know, then, who knows if we have it at all, at least, yeah. I mean, what if we don't have spectators, dude, what if there's no spectators for NFL? Oh, I, I think, mean, yeah, I think it's a given that if MLS comes back this year, there's no fans. Like, I just dude, don't see that there's a way that can be. 
This has changed like hugs and handshakes. Howie mm-hmm. Mandel knew what he was doing when he gave the fist bump. <laughs> he was like, not you, sir. Do not touch me. There's, there's right. stuff coming. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know like Dr. Fauci has said that he doesn't want handshakes to ever come back. And like, it's one of those things that you never really thought about before, but then you're like, I guess that's kind of gross. Yeah. It's always been a hands. thing when you, you, especially dudes in general, big old handshake, you know, how you doing? You know, good to see you. Yeah. And it's like, nah, man, I think maybe, maybe we chest bump, you know, I don't, <laughs> it's a new thing. You don't got to breathe on me to chest bump. Just let's touch some titties. It's just a fun time. A little foot dap <laughs> of some sort. A little foot dap, a little kid and play, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, I mean, I don't know if this is true, but like, it's something I heard as a kid, but like, didn't handshakes begin like way back when it's sort of like a sign of trust where you like show on your palm and you're like, I don't have a weapon. So like, that's kind of how you're like, sort of a sign of trust being like, you can trust me. Like mm. you can see, I don't have anything. Um, and now your weapon's a virus. It's like, I do have something right. coughed on my hand. And I'd like to share this with you. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see how, how that plays out. But um but yeah. Players aren't shaking hands after games and stuff. It's like, hey, well, that was what was salutes. so weird. We do salutes now. Was it was it the EPL before things went to shit? One of them was like, we're getting rid of of pregame handshakes in order to prevent spread of coronavirus. And then you're like, but then you play a game where your sweaty ass is rubbing all over each other the entire game, and then you're exchanging jerseys after the game them. and you're, you're hugging hands. and you're like. The pregame handshake at that point was probably the safest part of the whole experience. Someone gets illegal <laughs> hands to the face and it's just like COVID, you're right. done. Red card <laughs> and you have a deadly disease. Congratulations. But I do know the Bundesliga might come back as early as like end of next week, like next week. Yeah, but also maybe not. Like but, they don't yeah. really know what they're doing. Some of their rules are like, I was kind of, I heard about this somewhere like uh, uh, no, no having sex, something like this, like, uh, like with your significant other. And I was like, stop it like what? i don't know you even mandate that yeah. was uh i don't have all the rules pulled up in front of me but it, it was like a thing dude they had ridiculous rules i just i don't even understand so it feels like the whole thing is like a house of cards where like the second one person gets you know a positive coronavirus test then it's like okay the whole thing comes flying down mm-hmm. um hey so. i told a story about my grocery store encounter uh with Brennan, uh, about the mask and everything like that. There was another one that I forgot. And, and lady walks by my wife, looks at her mask. Lady walks by this other gentleman, probably upper thirties, uh, and, and sees his mask. And she goes, am I the only one in this store without a mask? And the guy goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks away. Good. And it's Get like, oh, has a mask. hell yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what and I don't she understand. Was like fifties or something like that. So, I, yeah, I was at the store a couple of weeks ago, and or not even a couple of weeks, a couple of days ago. What is time? I don't know. It was a couple of days ago. <laughs> Feels like a couple of weeks ago. Um, and the bummer was, I felt like I had a noticeable, like it, there was a noticeable decrease in the number of people wearing masks from the last time I went to the store. Like I feel like yeah. three, three, four weeks ago, we were all kind of on the same page of like. We all got to wear masks. Like this is a big deal. Wear masks. Something has happened with these protests and all the disinformation that's been going around and the rah-rah freedom take first amendment, even though no one knows what that means apparently, where people have just decided, you can't tell me to wear a mask. You can't make me wear a mask. And there was people who were like 
very obviously intentionally not wearing a mask. And I swear to God, this is not me being paranoid. There was this one couple probably in their fifties, obviously they were white where like they kept looking at me kind of weird with my mask. And I felt like they were intentionally like trying to get close to me just to prove a point because like, and, and it wasn't just to me, like there was very clear, like social distancing markers on the ground throughout the aisles. And it was saying like, if you need something, wait for somebody to walk away. And like, I'm sitting there trying to do that. I'm following all of the directional instructions. You're a rule follower. Hell yeah. Right. It's not that hard. These people are like, someone's like leaning over they're like intentionally like walking over them to grab something above them or coming right next to people and they look over to me and they kind of come walk next and i'm like trying to back up with my car and i i I almost said something because i was almost like what are you trying to do here right like what 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 does this accomplish other than you're intentionally being dicks next time you need to shop wearing boxing gloves it's gonna be hard to like (laughs) grab the canned black beans and stuff like that but you you'll figure it out and they just come next to you and you just just one little uppercut man yeah. Well, I mean, or, it doesn't <laughs> welding gloves. Just <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help when the freaking asshole governor of Missouri, like I don't know if you mm. saw that report that came out on Tuesday, but I'm not a Missourian. He was he was at a store like touring it with people, and he was literally the only one in the group not wearing a mask. And really? people so asked him. Pence. Well, people asked him. They were like, "Well, Pence, you know, Pence was lying, but at least Pence lied to try to say, oh, I didn't know." Um, <laughs> at least he lied." Like, yeah, that's probably worse. But, right. um, but freaking Parsons was like, oh, I just chose not to. And people were like, cool. Why? And he's like, I don't believe it's the government's role to tell people what they want to do. And I'm like, so you're, and knowing that the masks aren't for yourself, they're more to protect other people. You're intentionally putting other people at risk 100%. Just, be, just because you want to be a dick. I didn't and, know that was a thing. I mean, it's just like, Jesus, dude, I, I don't get it. It's it's just so frustrating, and to see people consistently prioritize their own quote unquote freedom, whatever that means, because none of this is oppression. This is all just things that we have to do for a set period yeah. of time in order to, so people don't die. To do, I'm to just priori- gonna do what I'm told. Yeah, right. to prioritize that over other people's lives is just it doesn't sit well with me. And I saw something the other I, day. It was an old uh, old headline. Let me. Uh, See if I can find this real quick because I just was like, that is how, that is how I feel right now. And well, it was a government organization full of people who have, you know, PhDs and stuff, and they're they're very smart and they know what's going on. Right. If they tell me I need to be distancing or wearing a mask. Like I'm gonna do it. I, right. I'm not gonna fight you. I'm not gonna bring out this you know crazy rifle because I have a small wang. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna do that. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, in order to believe what these people are believing, you have to believe there's a vast concerted conspiracy theory between scientists, doctors, media, the general, like most of the general public, like all of these people that has been in AT&T, place. AT&T, 5G. Right. Tech companies that has been in place for decades, if not hundreds of years. That's also a concerted effort around the world solely for the purpose of stealing your freedom and preventing Trump from getting reelected. Like to, to, to have that sort of paranoia in your mind does not make sense to me. But, but I saw this headline and this came from 2017, but I feel like it applies right now. It was from the Huffington Post. And the headline was, I don't know how to explain to you that you should care about other people. And then the subhead just said, our disagreement's not merely political, but a fundamental divide on what it means to live in a society. And I feel like that's how I feel 
and this isn't just with like random people, but like, this is an issue that comes up with like members of my own family, people that I love and care about where I can, like some, my parents, even to an extent, one of them in particular, I look at them and I'm like, I know the person you raised me to be. And I know the values you tried to instill in me. So what happened where we ended up in a place where we are so fundamentally morally different? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense, but it's weird, man. And we could talk about it all day. And, and uh, you know, I know shit's crazy. I know people trying to get unemployment or not getting it in a timely manner. It's awful. But uh, I just, we just got to follow some rules for a little bit. You know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah. I'll be interested to see if cases spike, man, with, uh, with some of these states opening up. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what kind of spread that is. But uh, well, and now they're saying like younger people are getting strokes because of and coronavirus. places in Missouri can go to concerts. Yeah, it's dumb as hell. It's dumb as hell. I just don't have don't... concerts. California's like, we're not having a concert till the end of 2021. Are you nuts? Right. Well, and I WrestleMania, don't buy... again, impacted. Yeah, probably not going to be in LA next year. Uh, no way. I don't buy the whole, because I see people dismissing. They're like, well, you're only seeing an increase in cases because they're doing more testing now. And I'm like, yeah, but so that doesn't like, all that means is all the data that we've been using up to this point to make the decisions has been faulty. Like just because we're finding more cases because there's more testing just means there's a hell of a lot more people that actually have it than we knew about. So that's almost like more evidence that we shouldn't be reopening up because right. more people have it than we even know. So anyway. Well, let's, let's swing out of this for a second. Yeah. You watched that <laughs> Westworld season finale? I did. Yeah, I did. Don't, don't I don't know how I feel spoilers, about the season. But... I don't know. I, it makes me hopeful for next season. I think it's kind of exciting. So what, what I will say, and, and we'll get to the interview here with Brennan in, in just a second, um, but I, I sent you this, uh, this funny tweet about Westworld, or I thought it was funny, mm-hmm. um, and it was, it was saying every scene in Westworld is either 20 security guards missing at point blank or Caleb asking a simple question and Dolores responding with an overdramatic non-answer and then Caleb asking no follow-up questions. And I'm like, that's, that's my pretty favorite. true. Yeah. But there was a reply to that tweet, and I was like, oh, I like this one. It was like, whatever show would have had two seasons that logically led to the third season of this Caleb's story, I would like to see that show. And I feel like that's true. Like, there were two seasons of a Westworld story that yeah. season one was obviously way better than two, but at least two, sure. two was a continuation of the story one set up. And then three, it was like, what the hell show is this? They've pivoted. And I'd like to compare it to a show no one watches anymore, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, <laughs> okay so don't ruin the last season. For no, me, I haven't watched I, that. I watched this, and you watched it too, except for this past season. Yeah. So it's like they're doing this, and it's, we know what this show is. They're fighting bad guys, and now they're in space. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing on space? Like, right. And I get it. They're also following like the Marvel stuff, because Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy got big, Thor, yeah. all that. But... Uh, that's what Westworld did. They're like, now there's a world outside this world. And it's like, son of a bitch. Is it? What if it's a world inside a world inside a world? Yeah. It's, all, it's actually all just the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. It's all one of those marbles that those aliens are playing with in Men in Black at the very right. end. Exactly. So, <laughs> and then you find out that's just in a snowflake and it's all in the same place where the Grinch lived. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. Anyway, let's, uh, let's jump over to our interview with Brennan because we've- Take it away. We've been people for, for long enough. So, um, yeah, let's uh, enjoy our interview with Brendan Williams, manager of youth programs for Sporting KC. Woo. 
Welcome back, everybody. We have a very special guest here. Uh, we spoke to him almost damn near a year ago, which is crazy. This quarantine feels like, I don't know, seven years and whatnot. <laughs> but, uh, man, we got Brennan Williams, if you guys remember, the, the director of youth programs. Brennan, what's going on, man? How's it going, guys? Yeah, happy to be back. I think it, it says uh, maybe just how desperate these times are that you asked me to come back. But, uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, we're, we're just tired of talking about all the uh, stuff we're streaming, and, and I'm sure we'll get into it with you, whatever you're streaming and all that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what the world is right now, television. Right. <laughs> How are you handling the uh, the quarantine or, or whatever y'all want to call it? Uh, I'm hanging in there. Uh, it's hard to complain. Um, you know, staying actually like really busy, uh, which is weird to do and stay from my couch. Um, but things are popping up and, and honestly, I think we'll be, uh, from an organizational standpoint, um, I think we're going to be much stronger coming out of this than we were coming in. Cause you know, we have a little bit of time to, to focus on things that maybe we, we didn't really have time to before. Um, just with the whirlwind of the season, it's, it's hard to, to do some of the more in-depth things that we have been able to now. Cool. So what are, what are some of the things I, I know, obviously, you know, the games aren't happening at, at either a youth level or all the way up to MLS yeah, um, no camps or nothing. Yeah. Right. So, so your job as manager of youth programs, obviously is heavily involved in sort of the youth training and, and development and, and building those programs and whatnot. So how do you guys just kind of manage things and how things shifted obviously without the ability to train? Yeah, it's it's a weird one, right? It's something that not many, I don't think anybody's really had to deal with before, um, trying to develop players without being them or being on the field. Um, so, uh, yeah, we've, we've had to cancel all of our programs uh, since mid-March, uh, just like everybody else has. Um, and we're really just kind of monitoring the situation now to see when we can get back on the field. Um, but in the meantime, we, we've had some time to – to work on some curriculum stuff um, to kind of button that up a little bit. Things that we, you know, a lot of stuff that's kind of like floating around in our heads uh, that we use, but now we have, we've had time to really like lay it out, put it on paper, formalize it a little bit. Um, and then we've also had time to, this is, this is a project that we've been wanting to do since I joined is we've had time to uh, record some skill sessions um, at a social distance uh you know, we're six feet away from each other, so don't worry about it. Uh, but we've been able to, to do a lot of the skill stuff, um, teaching kids how to do some moves, uh, some cool tricks, things like that, um, that we really have never had time before. And I think that it's going to, to set us up really well moving forward. And honestly, some of these clips, um, before I put them out to the public, I should probably send to Coos and I want to see if he can see if he can reenact <laughs> some of these. Because <laughs> we did one last week. Uh, on Techers Tuesday and Coos was like, I'm going to try this. And then like 10 minutes later, he replied and was like, I'm not going to try this because I'm going to fall down. But, but maybe some of these clips will, will give you the step-by-step stuff so you can, you can start practicing Coos. Oh man. I went out and kicked around with the wife the other day for like 10 minutes. And I was like, why is my hip hurt? What's that about? <laughs> <laughs> I have not kicked the ball since our last indoor game, which was like the week after the Super Bowl. So Jeez. it's just, uh, it's been a long time. Have you told everybody that we won a, a league title? I uh, told everyone we were probably too good to be in that division. <laughs> <laughs> Undefeated season, it was 
you know, the crowning achievement of my soccer career. <laughs> Bro, then we went on to indoor and we went undefeated as well. You don't even know what it's like to lose. And sporting's well, undefeated, like what? Just yeah. ride this wave, man. They actually bumped <laughs> us. Right. They bumped us up a division, and I'm over <laughs> here scoring headers, Brennan. I scored a header. <laughs> he did brag quite a bit about that I on the pod. Did. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had great. a double take. I was like, "That go in? That was nuts." <laughs> but dude, what's uh? So you you used to go into Sporting's offices downtown, Crossroads area. Now you're obviously not going in there. I assume you guys are like what having daily uh, Zoom calls like this and. Uh, I mean, what are you guys really talking about? Because like nothing new is really going down, right? Yeah, yeah. So we, we've had, uh, so we have youth soccer department meetings on Zoom every day. Um, but as an organization, we've had, we've had Zoom calls, uh, like with an all staff several times. Um, and heard from Jake, heard from PV, uh, just got some, you know, some leadership stuff from them. Um, and it's all been really like reassuring stuff. And uh every like really positive. Um, and I think that's, that's a testimony to their leadership and also our, uh, our ownership team to, to kind of, um, just, just lead from the top down with these uncertain times. It's, it's really nice. I think if you look around the league, we're really fortunate to have, have the leadership that we have here. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely been strange to not see, you know, the people that I spend 90% of my time with, I haven't seen them in a month and a half. Uh, but everybody's dealing with it differently. Um, I, I think in some things we've be, even been a little more efficient uh, this way, just because there's less distractions. There's not hundred people in your ear walking by your desk all day. Right. So I'm sure you guys have, have had similar experiences. Sure. I mean, we, sure. we've been talking on a weekly basis and how in a sense, this has been really great uh, as, as a young professional uh, being able to show your creativity. I mean, how, how to get involved, how to stay relevant, so to speak. And uh, the club's really, kind of come through on that standpoint, whether it's like that, that town hall on Facebook live with Peter, mm -hmm. uh, Peter's been doing a lot of stuff, which he yeah, rarely does during the year. <laughs> uh, you know, the sporting game night has been kind of fun with Benny doing that. Um, yeah. It's been cool, man, to see, is there any way you've had to get creative uh, in your role? Yeah. Uh, some, some stuff that I'm really excited uh, to, to get out there. Um, it's not out yet, uh, but I can tell you about it. We're going to start, this series uh and hopefully we'll have more games to pull from soon but we're going to pull skills uh from the actual game game footage and then we're going to uh show some drills that will help kids or even adults on our team coups maybe we'll forward it uh to them uh but show them how to get to the point where they be able to execute those things that sporting players pull off in games so perfect example would be the uh just so pulling off the roulette in vancouver right uh for the assist so just a, a couple of drills that will get to that point, And then we recreated it and kind of spliced it in with Gerso passing it to Hurtado. Um, we like, it's, it's pretty fun. I've, I've, I've watched uh, our first two games of the season, like probably five times uh, to, <laughs> to look for the clips. Um, and there's, there's a lot of skill checks in there that I kind of missed during the, the first watch through. Right. So like Gotti Kinda has about 15 of them that we could recreate because the dude is a unbelievable, just so fast and, and clever. Um, so really excited. We're going we're to call it the Be a Pro Series. Um, and hopefully it's something that we'll be able to, to continue moving forward. That's really cool. Um, I know, so outside of like the video trainings that you guys are doing as far as, you know, these teaching skills or whatnot, um, at 
you know, the, the MLS level, they took some of that training equipment from Pinnacle and actually distributed it out to the players to keep their physical regiments going and whatnot. I, I know that obviously is not necessarily a possibility at the youth level per se, but, but how have you guys worked with, with the youth just to make sure even if there's no games or no formal trainings, they're staying fit, they're, they're staying on, um, you know, making sure they're eating right and, and, and just keeping up proper nutrition and, and exercise? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, have you guys done the, the clips with Joey Hardy, uh, the, the fitness stuff with Joey Hardy? I've seen those. I, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little, so little weak sauce, up. really, for me and Jimmy. We kind of <laughs> step it up. For a big uh, big dog like you, maybe not. But for the, <laughs> the kids, uh, we've been sending them out. Uh, it's been good feedback. And um, really, our so we have 14 affiliates around uh, the Midwest um, that they've really done a great job taking the lead. Um, and we've just kind of been supporting them, but they, um, perfect example is, is one of our local affiliates, Sporting Missouri Valley. Um, the director of coaching, Chris Dean has, has just been an unbelievable leader for that club and sending out, uh, different drills and, and, uh, games to watch every week to his, uh, players. Um, and then we, we do stuff. I think a really important thing that we've been doing, uh, on the affiliate side is, we've also been uh, in contact with our coaches. So we have, you know, thousands of, of coaches that are, you know, who these kids look up to every single day that they haven't seen for two months. Right. So we've been doing uh, webinars with uh, some of our uh, most interesting uh, people in our organization. So perfect example is on Friday, we had a affiliate coaches webinar with Ash Wallace, who's our, um, you guys know, Ash, have you spoken to Ash in the past? Not on the pod. Know the name. Sounds familiar, right? Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's an analyst for the first team, and he has an incredible job where he, he basically just puts together the, the practice plan, the game plan after scouting um, the other team. So he broke down an old game from 2018 and the way that he prepared for it. Um, it was the San Jose beatdown when we just gave him the work. Uh, so obviously <laughs> his, uh, his plan worked really well. Um, and obviously at the youth level, these coaches are not going to go into such detail. And I, and I hope they're not scouting the other team like that. Uh, but <laughs> it, it, it goes to show um, how different coaches uh, see things differently and how they prepare differently. Um, and, and if we equip these coaches with things like that, then they can get it out much better than we have the ability to do to their, to their players. So that's been a really cool thing we've been able to do. Wow. That's awesome. Dude, so – Sporting serves. What's uh, what kind of role are are you taking on with that, man? We've all kind of heard about that, and a lot of people affected by COVID nineteen, and uh, maybe they maybe they can't buy as much food as they they used to because their job is up in the air or something. Um, so sporting's doing stuff. I mean, what what is, take it away? Yeah. So uh, before we get into details of that, did you guys happen to see uh, my pretty face on the the homepage of MLSsoccer.com with this sporting serves thing? <laughs> yeah, I saw the, the SKC story. Is, did it make it to MLS Soccer also? I'm going to look that up right now. Yeah, I was on there. It was my, my debut on MLSsoccer.com. Nice. <laughs> Mama, uh, I made it. <laughs> so, I, um, yeah, so it's, it's a really, really cool initiative uh, that we're starting here um, that we, we've partnered with Operation Barbecue Relief uh, to get out. The plan was like 100 meals a day, but it's it's been jumped up to over 250 meals a day to, to families in need. Um, so it's it's super simple to register. You go to sportingkc.com, you click the community kitchen, um, and you can fill out a form every day starting at 8 a.m. 
And then the first 250 people that sign up come and they get a, a meal that will feed a family of four. And these meals are like legit. Um, wow, I can't remember the name of the place. Uh, Plowboys uh, oh, wow. has been supplying a ton of barbecue. And there's been ribs, pulled pork, uh, pork loin, like really good stuff. Um, and it's from my personal perspective, uh, I've been volunteering as much as I can, just handing out the meals. Um, we're fully, we got all the safety standards in there, wearing masks, gloves, all that fun stuff. Um, and it, but it's been awesome to, to play a really small part in that because these people are so appreciative. Um, and if, if it helps them just a little bit, then it's, it's definitely worth it. Um, another thing with the sporting serves that we're uh, partnering with Domino's tomorrow, actually in the crossroads, that'll be May, what's tomorrow, May 6th, um, giving out 250 pizzas to individuals and families that are, um, affected by this pandemic, uh, losing jobs, losing money, losing all that stuff. So happy to help out in the little, little way we can. So it's, it's been really, really great so far and looks forward cool. to see how it evolves, uh, as we hopefully move out of this fairly soon. Yeah. So That's this, amazing. uh, this podcast, I mean, this drops on Wednesday. So if you're listening to this this morning, Domino's is happening right now. I mean, it's, uh, I think that's cool. Now, now you wouldn't want to be a dick and say you have a job and you, you, you don't need to go get a Domino's pizza. I mean, have you, have you seen people like coming in and you're like, you, I, you don't need this food. You stop it. All right. This is barbecue. By the way, barbecue relief is like one of the best (laughs) names ever. Right. (laughs) It sounds like emergency barbecue. Like (laughs) we need set me up. We need some barbecue sauce stat. (laughs) Two CCs of it. No, like you side eye people and you're like, you, I, I know you're working. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not one to judge. So if, if they signed up for it, then I'm going to assume they need it. So there you go. <laughs> well, if me and Jimmy are there in the morning getting Domino's pizzas. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving you, know. you guys anything. Yeah, no, I'm if Koo shows up, yeah, that. put him to work. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got my mask right here, brother. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, I love it. It's really cool though, because I think one of the things, and we've talked about this on the pod before, one of the things that feels so special about Sporting KC and and other clubs, I'm sure, are involved in their community as well. But I mean, we know Sporting KC better than any other club in the league. Um, is it feels like there really is a true connection between the club and and the city and the people of the Greater Kansas City Metro. And and I remember um, when we spoke to to Chad, um, the creative director, you know, one of the things he said is the reason that Sporting KC has such this connection is because it's not necessarily the fans are soccer fans. It's that the fans are Kansas city fans and the club has been able to tap into that really well. So it's just, it, you know, for me personally, I, I grew up in LA, I moved to Kansas city, but one of the reasons I've been able to connect to the city and the people of the city so well is through programs that Sporting Kansas city has put together. So I just, I mean, it's really cool to see them continuing to do that even in a time like this when everyone's in need. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, in a, my previous life, I worked for a different MLS team, which I won't name at the time. Uh, but I can tell you that the, the way that this organization approaches the community and uh, embraces the community is, is just miles different um, than the one I previously worked for. And most of the ones that I've had, you know, experience contact with um, it's, it's really special. Um, even just like when I, when I first moved here, I guess it was, geez, uh, two years ago. I, I remember the first day I was here, I saw like five different people wearing sporting stuff walking down the street. And I was like, <laughs> this is the coolest thing ever. I, uh, my old club, I never saw it. So it, it, 
I mean, that's a little thing, but it, it, it shows how much we've, we've uh, kind of looked to embrace a community like that. Yeah. I remember just you and me casually chatting about stuff and how, uh, how genuinely happy you seem to, to be here and working for the club because you've, you've, like you said, you've worked for another club and you were just like, this is above and beyond like what I was doing there. And uh, it seems like that's the, that's kind of the standard within the club in general. I mean, no one seems unhappy to be there. And if they are, they, they'd leave, you know? Yeah. I mean, geez, I'm going to sound so lame. Like just talking up. (laughs) (laughs) We really are like the, the standard setters uh, in, in, in MLS for a million different reasons. Um, And, you know, when MLS is looking for ideas on how to handle certain things, like they, they come to us. Um, And geez, here I go again, talking how great our owners are, but that's, that's (laughs) actually the reason because it, it, it comes from them. Um, I I doubt they listen. And so I'm not getting a raise from this or anything. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You never know. Maybe maybe they do. Uh, Yeah. I'll I'll take a raise if you want, but um, yeah, they, they, uh, they lead from the top with, with things like that. And there's things that this club does that uh, focuses on innovation every single year. And I mean, that's the reason why we are the standard bearers. I can even tell you with, with uh, teams coming back to to practice here soon, individuals, individuals going back to practice here soon. I can tell you that sporting played a massive role in, in that even uh, coming into fruition so i mean that, that shows you how much leaders we are that's awesome very cool um are there things that either sporting or the league or, or or the youth programs have sort of identified during this time that even as things start to move back to normal and it'll probably be a while before we reach any sort of semblance of what normalcy was but but are the things that you guys have kind of learned and discovered that you might actually take with you even as things move back toward normalcy yeah, yeah, definitely, 100%. Um, some of the things that I kind of already mentioned, like the, the coaching education stuff, uh, the, the digital content, that stuff that, like like I said at the beginning, like if we didn't have the time to sit down and do it, we probably never would have got to it. But now that we, we've seen how successful it is, we're going to definitely carry it on moving forward. Um, I mean, that's all that I've uh, really had contact with uh, mm-hmm. or anything to do with. But, yeah, I mean – you know, making, uh, making lemonade out of lemons, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I know Dan is going to want to, and I, I want to know too, if what you've been watching and whatnot during the quarantine gets some of those fun questions, <clears throat> excuse me, but I have to ask, I don't know if you know this or not, but we've been following along with these sporting recipes that they've been putting up on sportingkc.com. Yeah. Cause you know, we, we were kind of interested in that. And this one crazy. thing, one thing we keep noticing is in all of these, smoothies and protein shakes that they're putting up recipes for they're they're calling these recipes are calling for like eight scoops of whey powder and and we know like from when we just randomly had protein shakes and whatnot they're like one scoop uh, assuming it's the same has like 30 grams of protein per scoop so are these shakes really or 20 these really like 150 gram protein shakes these people are eating do you know Well, Kuz has actually had the, the shakes that the players have uh, coming off the field. Uh, I, I don't know about that, but uh, Di- I can ask Diane. Diane's our uh, diet. I forget her exact title, but she's in charge of what the players eat uh, okay. every single day. <laughs> I can tell you that uh, she knows, like, they make individual shakes for each player. So maybe we're, like, looking at her Tato's shake, right, with all that protein. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's Maybe bananas. That's <laughs> because you do the math and you're with calories and stuff, and it's like that's like half your day's calories. Like that's crazy. <laughs> I know you burn a lot playing soccer, but also when you looked at how much liquid to put in, I was like, that's not enough liquid. That's <laughs> not gonna cover the eight <laughs> scoops. And they keep putting these out, and I'm like, stop it. Someone give me some clarification. <laughs> Let me send a few uh, texts and emails. I'll get, I'll get to the bottom of this for you. <laughs> okay. This is, this is our be fantastic. Like, high priority breaking news that we're trying to solve during the quarantine. Well, in the salmon, they're like, all right, four salmon fillets. That serves four people. And then it's like, now try this protein shake for just yourself. It's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> there is such a thing as too much. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, Love it. it's been pretty cool. So, but I know we, we've talked all about our, our, uh, TV and movie watching habits, whatnot. So I'm sure Disney Plus, nerdisms, all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. What do you What do you got going on, man? Are you like binging anything? Or are you just uh, watching Sports Center reruns or what? Yeah. So uh, I splurged and got Amazon Prime because I've been so bored and didn't, <laughs> didn't realize how much soccer content they have. They have so mm-hmm. much soccer content. So. Um, I've been running through all that stuff. I watched the Leeds United documentary, the Man City one, the uh, This Is Football series. Um, oh, the coolest thing on there is that for the last like four World Cups, they have hour and a half specials that show every single goal. I, I ran through oh. those in one night. I didn't know I didn't that. Didn't watch that. So that's, I mean, that's a solid evening, right? Um, but <laughs> to be honest, like w- with all these old games and stuff on, I kind of have always just watched old games anyways um on espn plus when i'm bored i just flip off flip on an old game and see if i can uh you know catch a few things that i missed um and not even just sporting games just interesting old ones u.s soccer ones uh i just watched the uh the gold cup from 2007 again the other day benny laser beam um, <laughs> things like that so yeah i guess not too much has changed but man i am getting to the point where i'm so tired of old games i just need <laughs> some new I haven't gotten to the point where I watched the, the Belarusian Premier League yet because <laughs> I don't want to support that, but uh, <laughs> I'm almost there. Well, the only new sports we got going on is our, our boy Juan Cousin doing uh, FIFA, man. And he's crushing it. He's killing and he's, it. And he's crushing it. He actually lives across the street from me. So I've been wanting to like find out when he's, <laughs> he's streaming so I can like yell at him or something. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> <heckle him. laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, he was actually talking about it today on an interview and uh, how he's going to be playing LAFC in the semifinals. And he's like, it's going to be bad because FIFA doesn't rank sporting very high and LAFC <laughs> is like the Manchester United of MLS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, could be rough. I have my thoughts on that. I don't think it's, I don't think it's right. I don't think our, uh, no. we don't have enough stars. Some of our players are uh, not rated highly enough. I think but. you can actually modify it to where – both players have like the same stats or something, the same levels. So you really get to play. You really get to see their FIFA skills instead of like the program team AI, you know? Well, yeah, Yeah. I'm getting pretty desperate. So when he's, I think it's on this Sunday, maybe I'll, I'll just like stand outside his apartment. Like I'm watching like a, a real soccer game and, and, you know, get a little mini cauldron for, for the E-FIFA going. There you go. Get your, get your scarf going. Six feet apart. (laughs) So you're, Uh Dude, so you're just full out sports nerdum then, man. You're not getting into any dramas like Westworld or, or getting uh, going down that route, are you? I I really haven't. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big soccer nerd, and that's that's fine. That's why I have 
mm-hmm. my job, I guess. Yeah. So <laughs> wrong with that. Give it if you guys have any more soccer recommendations, throw them my way. I don't it's, even want to watch the English game because that's not even enough soccer for me. That's like that's like downtown Abbey or down, whatever you say. I don't. Want to, I don't want to. <laughs> so you don't watch Downton Abbey because we could talk about it. Who's <laughs> <laughs> is a big fan? <laughs> you have a you have a Downton Abbey uh, podcast that you do too, right? <laughs> it's a little side hustle, yeah. It's a good time. I try oh. to talk all British and it's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> have uh, so you, you've been watching all these games? Have you ever taken the dive into like Football Manager or anything? Oh, you know what? I had it in my shopping cart, and I yeah. I decided to get it. I was like, I don't need to get obsessed with this because that's the type yeah. of thing that I'll just spend hours and hours doing. It'd be like when I was little playing Roller Coaster Tycoon for like forty eight hours straight. Yeah, like, I don't need to do that with. <laughs> Good time. Do you, do you guys do that? Uh, you got to build more sidewalks, man. You got to get them to your rides. <laughs> your, your your concern was my concern as well. That the second I started, I'm not going to stop. Especially because right. I know even for like MLS and football manager, they get as detailed as having TAM, GAM, international roster spots. Like it's the real deal. So, yeah, the problem with me is I know some of these young academy players and I'll play until like a 12 year old is, is making his debut at 19. <laughs> I don't need to do that. <laughs> See, I was, uh, I got really hooked on top 11. Was that the name of that game? Yeah. And I was, it was bad. I would just pull it out like during work or wherever I was. I was like, oh, I got a live game and I get bonus points if I'm there for the live game. And I'm like, why am I letting this control my life? Because <laughs> it really was. I was like, this is stupid. And I deleted You're it. And I was preparing. like, that was scary to, to press delete. <laughs> You're preparing for your call up to coach, man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and the, the damn commercials, like the trailer for that game. You're like, this looks like a sweet game. It's not. <laughs> It does not have those graphics. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> not actual gameplay footage. You missed that fine print. And yeah. Dude, Brennan, so where are you, where are you grocery shopping at then? Uh, what's open down there? You know what? It's, it's kind of, uh, it's gotten better, but it's been desperate times for me. Uh, so I live downtown and usually I'll like, you know, ride my skateboard down to Cosentinos and grab some of that stuff. But it's been, like on lockdown and, and there's been nothing in there. So I've actually had to make the dreaded drive to the suburbs several times <laughs> going all the way yeah. to like Lenexa to hit up a target in a price shop or so. <laughs> it's smart, man. Yeah. The first week this went down our Olathe whole foods, I was like, what am I supposed to get? The produce section is just romped. And now it's like really good. I was like, all right, it's like, you know, it's great now, but we all got masks on. And then you see people who don't have masks. You're like, this this fucking guy. You're judging. Not okay. <laughs> yeah. And what today? One guy said to another guy, thought there was gonna be a fight in the bread aisle. He says, he's like, that mask isn't doing anything for you. And the guy's like, what? <laughs> and he's what like, it's we- not doing anything. And he's like, get the fuck away from me. I was like, oh, man, it's going down. But why so not let him dude, wear a mask? That dude is probably uh, at the state house doing his protest for yeah, whatever with this giant gun doing. right like let <laughs> let us wear a mask if we want to do it if it makes us feel better let us do it it's recommended to do it i wanted to say well uh you're wearing an affliction t-shirt you're not going to be an ultimate <laughs> fighter <laughs> what is your deal oh my it's have you guys uh, so you have the sporting mask i was wearing a sporting mask the other day and i saw someone else with a sporting mask and it was like oh hello We're are we friends. best friends yeah <laughs> One guy said that. One guy goes, I need to step up my mask game. He's like, I just found this in my toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's nice. But it, another, another uh, uh, example, 
of like the community just comes together. And when you see mm-hmm. the sporting logo, it's like, hey, we're probably cauldron mates, you know? <laughs> do, you, do you remember even like, I remember, I guess in college, when I would see a person wearing a soccer jersey, like any soccer jersey, yeah. I would be like, oh my gosh, a soccer fan. Can you believe it? Like, yeah. we're friends, right? Because I don't care what team it is. Like, we're friends. You like soccer. But I'm glad we're past that point of uh, soccer in the United States. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, when yeah. I was in Chicago, I saw a lot of people with Kansas Jayhawk stuff on. And I'd, I'd be really? like, hey, I, I got Jayhawk stuff on. Rock chop, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see anybody with a new fire uh, logo, did you? No, not at that time, no. Yeah, probably not now either. <laughs> Um, but as we kind of wind down here, um, is, I know there's not a whole lot of like publicly available information, you know, they, they just recently said, okay, individual training is, is going to come back, um, with obviously new restrictions. H- have they given you guys any sort of indication on what potential timelines might look like for, um, I know you obviously don't work with the first team, so you may not know about what potential timelines might look like for some sort of a restart of the season, but, you know, an outline of like how this might progress to get back toward being normal. No, it's, it's been, been pretty vague, but, but I can tell you that what, what's been relayed to me is that they have like 80 contingency plans um, based on what happens in what part of the country, based on, you know, are we going to get the full season in? Is there going to be a truncated season? Things like that. They have the the office has every single plan laid out. Um, I'm hoping that uh, we get the rest of our games in, and you know, we just stay undefeated for the whole season. Maybe win a <laughs> Must Cup. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I honestly have. It's been pretty vague, as it's been said to me. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm itching to get back, man. I'm mm-hmm. itching for it. I, I literally had <laughs> – this is so weird. Uh, I had a dream the other night that I was watching a sporting game with Winston Reed and <laughs> in the stands. I don't you know guys, how my brain got to that point, but that shows how desperate I am for it to be back. Are you guys, like, conversational? Are you friends at all? Or I've never met him in my life. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's so the random. We're meant to be friends in the future. Yeah. <laughs> And PV was serving us mojitos. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was actually thinking about Winston Reed the other day because if I remember, I'd have to double check this, but if I remember correctly, I think his loan was initially like through June or like through the first half of the year or whatnot. And I was thinking about this poor guy. I was like, he came over to like get healthy, train, and like maybe play with, with Sporting KC, see where things could go. And then like two weeks in – he suddenly gets stuck in Kansas City, not being able to train, not being able to play, might not play a single minute with the club, and then just might get sent back to England. I don't know what the club's plans are, and I, I'm not asking you because you probably don't know either, but I just – it's got to be a strange situation for him and everybody, really. Definitely strange. Definitely strange. And we'll see, like, an, another thing to think about is is how is this, uh, you know, little time off going to affect things like that, the, the players moving around from league to league, from even within the league. It's – it's going to be really interesting to see how, how they handle that. Mm-hmm. Well, especially from like even a club finance standpoint, they haven't had income coming in for, you know, for around the world, leagues around the world, not having the gate revenue, not having television or whatnot. Um, you know, I know some of them have their billionaire owners. It's not going to be an issue, but for some of the smaller clubs, like they might not be able to buy as many players as they normally would in the transfer window without that revenue coming in. So who knows? Yeah, 100%. It's, I, I think it's going to be a, a much different soccer world uh after this yeah i think that first skc game is going to feel 
like the first game of the season again. I bet the parking lot's just crazy like it was the first game. It's just, yep. It'd just be a relief to get back going. I know that. Yeah, whenever we get fans back. Because who knows? Right. <laughs> yeah, even if it's behind closed doors, it'll feel like I'm sure, I mean, everybody's going to be watching in the whole yeah. series. Well, it'll, it'll be, it'll be fun. I just, we just need it back. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Brennan, I, I, I can't thank you enough for, for taking some time out of your day to, to come on here and, and join us again. Uh, you know, we enjoy having you both times and, and I'm sure we'll, we'll want to catch up with you again sometime soon and, and sort of check in, see how the youth programs are going. Uh, especially after things start moving back toward normal. Yeah, we'd love, we'd love to come back uh, as things get, get normal again. But in the meantime, Coos, I'm sending you some clips, and I need to see some reenactment. <laughs> All right, man. I'll get you can going. post them on social. It'll be like the, the do not version. It'll be Coos. And then the do version. It'll be like Gotti Kinda. <laughs> Bro, I've just, I just got like a bum everything. I'm like, oh, that's my bad ankle. That's my bad knee. Like it's, it's a good side and a bad side. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> So anyway, Brandon, thank you so much Please. and stay safe. Thanks, and uh, yeah, we hope uh, to talk to you again soon. Yeah. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. All right. See you brother. Take care. There it is, man. Wow. Pretty fun interview. That was fun, dude. I was getting hot in here. Like my face was all red. I was look. I was looking kind of high because I was just so freaking. He's just funny, dude. He's he's good he to is. have around, and he's very professional, dude, and very passionate. Yeah. About this club and this city, like he's not from here. His parents aren't here. His girlfriend doesn't live here. It's a real deal, man. Yeah. He loves it here. Might have to do a little uh, LinkedIn stalking to find out which club he worked at before Sporting KC. I mean, I could. I mean, you could probably do I tell say you right now, now or do I tell you, you off know? the air? You can tell me now. I don't care. He didn't want yeah, to say yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, I, he, worked for, he worked for Columbus. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I mean, that's not a surprise given who the ownership of Columbus was. With, well, didn't with, he tell us about his deal about all that? The, oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Back way back in July 2019, he told us he that. He told us so. when, like, he didn't know if he'd have a job. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it's awful. Um, and just, I mean, given the ownership group at the time, it's no surprise that they didn't have any sort of relationship with the city. So, yeah. Uh, Tell me that cool. didn't feel like a good, like three co-hosts of a podcast. Like that was, that was a good time, man. It's the first time we've ever actually had a guest on Zoom, yep. which is way better than just trying to deal with someone's cell phone service or, you know, Mike Flaherty actually had Kerry Zavagnin calling him on the other line for God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> yeah, he did. That but was dude, a real thing. We get Kip Man back in here, man. It'd be yeah. uh he could, he could, I know he's into fighting. Maybe he gets on the punching bag a little bit, shows us some, some skills. <laughs> shows some moves. We got to get yeah. an answer about the protein shakes. I know Brennan said he's on it what for us. What is going but... on? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, what so, he said, he, he's like, I'm gonna, I'll send some texts. And it's like, this just got serious. I'm <laughs> <laughs> going to wind up on the desk of Peter Vermees. No other pod wants to know what's up with the protein shakes. <laughs> so. And then, P- Peter's like, what the hell is that? What, right. Is that a new restaurant we right. have now? What is, what is going this? On? Yeah. So, <laughs> is that a second bar of ours? What is going on? <laughs> um, I don't know, but he's definitely a guy that we'd like to have back, uh, you know, multiple times. Um, well, there's plenty more we could have talked to him about this time, but, you know, we're already kind of long and we uh, want to know what I'm shocked about. What? Not everyone's like me in that they've been binging multiple TV shows 
mm-hmm. every day. He's a big sports guy. He says he picks up. He's like, I got Amazon Prime. And I'm thinking like, oh, shit, you about to ask him about hunters. You about to ask him about <laughs> this. And he's like, I'm watching all this soccer stuff. And I was just like, oh, shit, I yeah. can't ask about nothing, man, because yeah. I watched the damn actions and the dramas. Yeah, there's a reason he's in the job he's in and there's a reason yeah. he's good at it. And he's, you know, he's watching those World Cup documentaries and, and everything he else. He mentions and Downton Abbey and I like buried my face. I was down, like, Downtown Abbey. It's not downtown Abbey. I know, but that's what he said at first. <laughs> that is what he said. I didn't want to get offended because you know, I'm not from there. But I was just like, do you want to talk, but, talk about but that? But once you flip over to your, your Downton Abbey podcast, you'll, you'll get offended. <laughs> that's true. Oh, it's a good show. Um, I, that's one I have not watched, but you know. Who, it's like five seasons in a movie, man. Depending on how long this, this quarantine goes, I might end up watching Downton Abbey. They're very short seasons, just long episodes. Yeah, so... I don't know, man. Um, great interview, Brendan. Thanks so much. Hopefully, Thank you. if any of the owners of Sporting KC do listen, give Brendan a raise. He, he deserves it. Nuts, <laughs> Cliff Illig's like, so Brendan, I uh, heard you on No Other Pod. Yeah. That new restaurant podcast we have. <laughs> the one with the protein shakes. Um, <laughs> By the way, I got an answer for you on that protein shake. It is, cool. it, it is cool what he was talking about, though, with the whole, like, filming or taking clips from games of like really cool like technical things yeah. that players have done and trying to teach that so because he did send me or I, I did comment on that i was like anyone can do that brennan he's like dude do it and send a video i was like <laughs> culture bluff i don't want to do that uh <laughs> yeah. looks a little tough <laughs> i was i was just i was just saying i don't so. have the shoulder blades for that i don't right. know they like retract it in there <laughs> yeah so um anyway yeah hopefully we'll have uh we'll have brennan back sometime soon um and yeah, look for, it sounds like he's going to put that, that stuff out publicly. Um, yeah, dude. So, I think it's on the SKC Academy page on Instagram and stuff. So yeah. So look for those. Uh, if you do try anything that they're trying to teach the, the, the kids, record it, tweet it at us, send us a video. I think uh, he's always on there too, uh, tagging himself and things. I believe it's, he didn't give his handle, but I'm going to uh, give it. We should ask it's, it. Do it's, it. I believe it's Yessi Williams. Y-E-S-S-I okay. Williams. Cool. Give him a or I guess that's I guess it's yes I Williams right yes I will Yums sure I don't know <laughs> I don't uh, know my name's like Koozie seven zero <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, we we only got a couple minutes left here uh, do we we haven't gone for it's hour and twenty yet I don't even know how long it's been it's been a long time oh, <laughs> um, but uh, we did get a question this week that it's just a random question and. So let's uh, let's jump into it. It's what's your favorite type of pizza? So I know oh, shit. you're 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 on your vegan kick right now. So sure, but you haven't always been a vegan. So I want to know what was your favorite type of pizza before you were a vegan? What Bro. was the best Chicago deep dish pizza you had when you lived there? And now do you have a vegan pizza you like? Deep dish started to become trash pizza to me, man. The more and okay. more I ate it, I was like, this is too much. Maybe I overdid it. But I'm really into like thin, like artisan style. You Not know, like, like a New York style? Thin. Yeah, like New York style. That's, oh my God, the foldable. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Uh, but it's, it's, dude, I was always like a pepperoni guy, you know? Okay. But the, there's even some good like vegan pepperoni pizzas out there. Okay. Some frozen pizzas that have been pretty good. So Yeah. Um, or a chicken, a chicken Alfredo pizza or chicken artichoke type deal. Okay. That's good. Go. Uh, yeah. I, uh, hold up. Best deep dish in Chicago. 
I, I was a fan of Lou Malnati's. I was going to say Lou Malnati's tends to be what a lot of people like. I know a lot of people go to Geno's, but that also feels a little bit more like a tourist trap. Geno's was yummy as well. Uh, what so, wasn't great was like Pizzeria Uno. I was like, oh, this yeah. is literally a pie. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm, I like Chicago deep dish pizza, but it's not my favorite type of pizza. Like I'll eat it when I'm in Chicago just because that's kind of what you do, but it's not something that I would ever like consistently want to eat. It's right. like a special thing. Um, I do. So on one hand, I just like a classic cheese. Like I'm a, I'm a fan of it and I'll do it. Um, I also like anything with sausage on it. I've never been a big pepperoni guy for some reason, but um, I think my favorite pizzas, if you want to get a little crazy, uh, Buffalo chicken pizza. Love it. Oh yeah. We got buffalo chicken with it. some ranch and some Buffalo sauce and all that. Oh, so good. Um, Martin city brewery. They have good pizza. They have one called chicken Spanakopita pizza where it's got like Parmesan chicken. It's got a white Spinach. sauce, some feta. Um, it, it's, amazing so that's a good one um and i know it's controversial but i like a hawaiian pizza give me some pineapple on a pizza and i'm good with it you know what it's not always my thing but if it's on there i'm not gonna be a little bitch about it and pick it off i'm I'm gonna eat it you know yeah Yeah. it's not a big deal one thing i don't like are olives and mushrooms get those the hell away from my pizza if there's kalamata olives on something i'm getting into my costco jar of kalamata olives and i'm putting more on it <laughs> i don't even go. chop them up i just put like whole just whole, whole olives, olives on there <laughs> absolutely i ain't got time to chop you just eat them by the spoonful out of the jar sometimes i'll just i'll have a cracker and i'll just put olives on it just, right. hey. it's good man to each their own it's fattening but whatever yeah. yeah it's better than other stuff yeah so. All right, man. I think I don't honestly know how long we've gone. It's, it's Close gotta, it down, be, huh? gotta be over an hour at this point. So it's been a bit. So, yeah. but, but hey, um, we all had fun today. We did. We did. And you know, if you're, if, if our YouTube thing ends up working out, maybe uh, you guys go subscribe, check yeah. us out. We're going to try no promises, but we're going to try to cut this up to put on YouTube probably later in this week. You know, it, my get, you know, we talked about this a little before the YouTube link might not go up necessarily the same day as the audio pod, but right. because we don't trust you guys not to download the podcast. <laughs> we still want you to download it. Damn it. Yeah. Do both download yeah, do and both. then watch us on mute or something. You can Why not? watch and listen at the same time. Exactly. Um, but who knows? Maybe by Friday, this might get up Friday, Saturday, somewhere around there. It'll give me a little more time oh. to figure out how to edit it properly. Uh, <laughs> Fancy. But anyway, thank you guys so much for, for listening. And thanks again to Brennan Williams for joining the show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at no other pod at Dan Cooser at JC max zero three. Uh, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod. Send us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. Uh, and leave us a five star rating and review. We didn't have any new ones this week, but y'all know if you leave us one, we will read it. Even if it's bad, we might make fun of you if it's bad. <laughs> But we're going to read it. Don't, don't, don't do a bad one. Don't do it. Because don't you know, it. why would you even listen to a bad one? Last podcast? time we got a bad You're one, listening. People, yeah. people started making fun of the, whoever it was that left the bad review on Twitter for us. They heckled them, so. and that person got <laughs> off Twitter. They're no longer on Twitter. They're like, oh, man, no other pod fans are bullies. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. But uh, <laughs> no. No, we bully a little bit. That's whatever. Well, it's, all in, it's all in jest. Yeah. It's, you know what? Just don't leave a bad review. And if there you, you do, be prepared for us to read it. That person's like, don't do a bad podcast, and I won't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And to you, I say, good day, sir. Good day. You lose. <laughs> you um, get nothing, sir. 
Anyway, guys, thanks so much uh, for joining us this week. And uh, we'll be back next week, and we'll talk to you later. Until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. See ya. I said good day. Yeah.